Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. I really want to tell you about this podcast I was recently on, and I think that you're going to love it. And it's called Treks and the City. It's hosted by Alice Wetterland and Veronica Osorio. And it's about one of my all-time favorite shows. You may not know this about me. It's the Drag Race of Space, and it's Star Trek The Next Generation. Live long and prosper, bitch. I'm into it. Okay. Um, I love that you got to work with uh, Deanna Troy. I did. And that seeing that and like knowing that you're an actual Trekkie is really cool. I know. I mean, I'm like a Trekkie in training. Yeah, you have these, an appreciation. These young women are serious deep diver Trekkies. Deep Space Nine. <laughs> well, the next generation. Oh, okay, well, I don't they always, know about Deep Space Nine. I don't always relate to the way people talk about uh, the whole like nerd bro thing. So I like that this is um, discussed by women. Alice and Veronica exactly. are, are really... You know, women can like Star Trek, too. It's not just like a male-dominated thing. They were amazing. They were so hilarious. Basically, we watched it and we were like, oh, I loved her hair. I loved her makeup. Like, it was like, seriously. And that's what I think And when I watch Star Trek. Yeah. The the prosthetics are amazing. Always. The clothes are incredible. The tailoring. The, the tailoring the is exquisite. The fit is integral. Because in space, you need that streamlined look, you know? So what are you waiting for? Beam up today and subscribe to Treks in the City on the Forever Dog Podcast Networks, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's new episodes every Monday, too. Okay. Engage. Forever. Dog. Just so you know, if you hear gunfire, don't be scared. It was NCIS outside shooting. Yes, there is a, there is a filming of a TV show right outside the studio today, and so there are giant bursts of assault gunfire happening and it's really kind of terrifying hello 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 this is race chaser a podcast dedicated to the discussion and dissection and dissemination of every single episode of RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race, starting from the very beginning. This beginning, is the beginning. beginning. My name's Alaska. What's yours? Hi, I'm Willem. Thank you for asking. Oh my god! And here we go. Last week, Angina won the Viva Glam screen test challenge. Sure did. And we totally encourage you to uh, watch along with us. Definitely. Season one is newly available on iTunes, which is very exciting. Mm -hmm. It was like the lost season for a long time. The lost city of Z. Now we've got it. We've got it, and so do you. Could I talk about something, please? I'd love you to. This This kind of falls under Drag Race News. But this is the new workroom. They redesigned it. For season 10, they have redesigned the workroom, which is like a huge change because it's pretty much been the same since the beginning. Well, not, not season, season one. one. <laughs> since <laughs> not season one. Um, yeah, so they hung up new it's all new photos of RuPaul, which I think is great. I think it's... Um, I don't... They're not new. They're ones that Matthew did. Right. Years ago. Yeah. Right. I don't, I don't but see But they're any, updated. Yeah. I don't see any new Delta Raven ones, so though. It's her old perfume ad. It's All-Stars uh, 2 ad. Yeah, it, she looks great. And the wallpaper's new. It's because it's not an actual room. It's just paper hung on... Um, on... Uh, flies to, it's like a fake it's like set. vinyl it's a yeah it's a fake set um yeah. and they got it looks like uh makeup lights running up and down wow good for them vh1 money Ooh, makeup lights yeah really? look at the, look at the strips of lights Ooh. yeah i like it i mean Me why too. not it, it looks beautiful yeah i think it looks great too i'm glad it's still pink i'm glad it's still brick that makes me glad what did you call me 
<laughs> She's a brick face. <laughs> She's a brick, period. <laughs> <laughs> period. We're, we're done here. Yeah. The girls this week make over some bricks, and uh, I give them... I give them many kudos for that because on my <laughs> season, I left right before the makeover episode and I was very happy about that. Yeah, the makeover for me tends to be my weak spot because mm-hmm. I was kind of, I was low in the season five mm-hmm. when we did it. And I was obviously famously in the bottom and when my mom came on and I made her over and then I became a snake. <laughs> like like Jafar at the wow. end of Aladdin, I turned into a giant red snake. I love it. Um, last week, Jade went home after lip syncing against Rebecca, and I think we're kind of establishing Rebecca as the uh, antagonist so far in this series. Yes. Other than Chanel, Chanel's her own antagonist, but she's right. also her own protagonist, which is amazing. She, <laughs> she, she is. is amazing, and this season has definitely been shaped by her. And it would have been very, very different without her. Very much. Yeah. I, I've heard you use the phrase um, agitator. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, yeah. Rebecca is an agitator. This is like a reality TV thing. Yeah. It's like if you engage with other people in a way that gets a reaction out of them, mm-hmm. that makes you an agitator and that makes you valuable for a show. Production loves an agitator. Yes. Because uh, it's good TV. Creates drama, creates story, creates Mm -hmm. uh, content, you know? Yeah. And I think Rebecca is definitely important for that. Uh, Yeah. No matter why her motives are that she does what she does. Yeah. And that she wears that boy hat at least once every episode. (laughs) The The Viva Glam hat? The Viva Glam hat that she would wear in drag. She also wears as a boy. Hey, you know, clothing has no gender, I believe. This is true. Are you wearing women's clothes? No, these are my clothes. (laughs) Exactly. So all the girls walk in uh, this this episode and all the furniture is pushed to the side. All two of those couches. And... um, Rue brings out five female um, fighters to put them through some fight training. And Chanel is immediately sidelined by um, her integrity. (laughs) Because, I mean, I don't know how hard it is to fight and carry around all that integrity. This is kind of a fake out because, well, first of all, we've never had Drag Race before. We don't know a makeover is coming. There's just these really, like, butch, like, women Mm -hmm. here. And they think it's just for the mini challenge, which is like, we're going to see if you have strength, mm-hmm. you know, in your body. Which... And these girls are used to lifting probably drink tickets and, <laughs> and maybe a, a sequin microphone when they do Liza. So to make them do a sequin, <laughs> a good Alexis Michelle mic, um, to make them do all oh of this God. extensive physical G.I. Joe work to me is um, is. Uncalled for. Did y'all have a physical challenge on four? Um, I remember I wore a jock strap for something because they said wear sneakers. I was like, ooh, it's physical. And Fifi stared at my ass weird. Um, but well. I think, I think, yeah, we did have a physical challenge wrestling. I okay. consider that but I mean, physical. a mini challenge. Did they make you work out? Because we did on five. Um, I don't think they did. We I have... won. Oh, wow. It's <laughs> <laughs> what you do. It's kind of what you do. You win. <laughs> um so here they are they're working out yes chanel uh chanel is winded she she can't do it she She is short of breath she is winded she's feeling dizzy lightheaded (laughs) nauseous and she'd like to lay down on the couch i am nauseous i am nauseous i am dizzy (laughs) i need to gather my thoughts she and she does but she makes a strong return um to do the final round of the mini challenge and uh sweet peas demonstrating kicks and punches and has them doing like burpees and up downs and stuff yeah and sweet pea looks like she could take anybody's ass and oh mia next to her mia i bo- i'm a boxer i am boxer i'm boxer yeah she's <laughs> she's they're definitely in it um they get a little water break and chanel gets her 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 win back and because she has integrity she has integrity and the integrity she said, i have a lot of integrity Mm-hmm. And, and I can do this. And she does. She yeah. does. The final two for the mini is down to Rebecca and Chanel. And Rebecca wins just for spite, I think. Right. And um, the girls are told that they're actually making over the the fighters. And Rebecca gets to dole the girls out. Now that 
is shady. And you you can see the shit-eating grin. She is very pleased with herself. She's calculated. Yes. She's very calculated. And I think she I think she mainly wants to handicap Chanel. And so she gives her sweet pea who is really like butch and like mm-hmm. mask. Yeah. I thought um, Sweet Pea was a man at first. And you were aroused. <laughs> right? Heavily. Totally. Sweet Pea, if you're listening, hey girl. please co- reach out. Contact. Yeah. I'm down. Um, is this the part where Angina does the interview uh, basically in drag other than a wisp lash? Ooh, I like that interview look. Me too. They only use a, a second of it. But it's there. And it is her wearing this little green feather hat. A feathered cloche. Yeah, cloche. Uh-huh. Oh my god, I thought a cloche was a purse. That's See. a cloche, dear. Uh, um, <laughs> that's they, a cloche, dear heart. Dear heart. They used to um, <laughs> let people wear whatever they wanted for interviews, but now, due to streamlining, they've um, they've assigned an interview outfit at the beginning because yeah. they. I remember a scene with Delta in season three where. Uh, her shirt changed three times in a conversation. In where, one sentence. And honestly, in yeah. one in one interaction with Raja, her shirt changed three different times because they they took pieces from different setups and made a story. Because how these shows work is they shoot every how all reality shows work is they shoot everything and then they transcribe it all and then out of that transcription they write a script and basically piece it together. So they'll they'll look for key words like Jade, cunt. Or something. Oh and they'll God. find everywhere Jade's been a cunt. And that's how reality shows get produced. And there's no shame in that. But RuPaul's Drag Race has smartly assigned interview looks and kept them consistent throughout the seasons from season six or seven on. So they can e- yeah. more easily do their job. Yeah. So. And why not? Yeah. You keep your nice little interview outfit on a hanger outside the room. Mm-hmm. You go and get changed for interview. Because that was different on All Stars. We, we had to do that. On season five, girl, I'm wearing contacts sometimes. Sometimes I have full drag mm-hmm. lag just everywhere. Sometimes it's a hat. Sometimes it's different shirts. Someone told me that for their interview where they were supposed to keep it consistent, they changed their hair slightly each time, like a, a curl or something. Or, Shady. Yeah, just to, just to catch them, which, which I appreciate. Bamboozlement. <laughs> which I very much appreciate. I'm the, from the house of bamboozle. Um, this makeover challenge, right off the bat, you could see which girl has the advantage, and it's definitely Rebecca. Rebecca has the most uh, classically feminine woman, for sure. I think. Yes. And uh, I, I think that's fine. You know, you pick what you want. When I won my challenge, I picked which was my favorite color for the boat. So yeah. my boat is pretty. My boat is the best. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Your boat is ugly. <laughs> Your boat don't float. <laughs> Now, Rue says before their um, makeover that this is your chance to reveal the secrets of drag, something every real woman should know, which um, I, I, I don't know about that because it's saying if you're a real woman, you need to know about drag secrets. And these women, these fighters right here are, are just as womanly as anybody else. You know, they have vaginas. Oh, wait, that doesn't make you a woman anymore. Fuck. Thank you. Shit. Thank we're, you. we're breaking new ground here and learning every day. And that's a wonderful thing. Well, I okay. I mean, I think the meaning behind that statement, I, I mean, I think the rules of drag um, can apply to anyone, whether you're a woman or a man. And I think mm-hmm. uh, I think knowing the secrets of drag is a good thing. It it shows that um, all the stuff that we put on our body that the outside world sees, mm-hmm. it's really all just like, it's kind of random and it's kind of meaningless and it's, yeah. it, it can mean whatever you want it to. I mean, there's so many things to know. Would you rather know the secrets of drag or Heimlich? I mean, um, both can be useful. Um, uh, you ever had to save a I'm life? I'm like trying to decide right now. Have you ever like, had to save a the- life? Has drag saved your life? Yes, it yes. actually has Same many, many times over. Definitely. And, that, and I think it saved a lot of people's lives. Yeah. Um, do you think Rebecca was shady for the way she paired up the queens yes. with the girl? Oh. 
Yes. I mean, it, I, I think it was a, a tactic. I don't know if it was shady because shade is usually implied. Shade is not me telling you you're ugly because you already know. <laughs> we can't sit here and talk about your ridiculous shape or. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think it was shady. I think it was calculated. Yeah. Yeah. And she seems to be very calculated. Yeah, I, I do um have some more calculations for you about yes. um, RuPaul. Palpitating? Mm-hmm. Um this is a palpitated calculation because <laughs> yeah. RuPaul announces right before she leaves and they start the makeovers that no one has immunity this week, which is weird because Angina was awarded immunity. For the Viva Glam Challenge. Are you sure? Yes. Uh, can we get a ruling? I haven't seen it with my own eyes. Sure. Let's I go. To, let's of... go to tape. Um, we'll uh, just message our control room right now. <laughs> so we rolled back the tape. Angina is discussing the fact that she wishes she had immunity, but it wasn't awarded when she won the Viva Glams, because I think they. Um, I think they just stop awarding it at a certain point once it gets like further in. Sure. Um. So my my process from here is to do an interview with the Guardian and to apologize strongly for what I just said for the oh, vilification dear. of the process of RuPaul's Drag Race season one and um, Angina's canonization. Because you have integrity. I have integrity. You have so much integrity. And I look at myself and I'm amazing. I'm amazed at what I did. <laughs> I'm and I'm so amazed that I want everyone to think about it during this break. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is an all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time all in one place all on your terms. We all know everything is online these days and it's important to stand out. Good web design will engage your audience. You know it's true. Right, and the business needs a website to feel real. And that's why Squarespace is so important. The good people at Drag Queen of the Year use it with great success. It's true, we did. We said we need a website and we need it fast. And guess what? Squarespace is fast and it looks really good. You don't have to know code or anything. Yeah, Squarespace has Fluid Engine, a next generation website design system. It's never been easier. Start with a best in class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag and drop technology for desktop or mobile. Plus, you can easily sell your products on an online store. Whether you sell physical, digital, or service products, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. And the analytics are detailed and very helpful. Learn where your site visits are coming from and analyze which channels are most effective. You can even build a marketing strategy based on your top keywords or most popular products and content. They've got it all. So check out squarespace.com slash drag for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drag, drag. to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash drag. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Back. We are back. These girls learning how to walk and lip sync and do all the do's. That's a, that's a lot. It's a yeah. lot to learn in an afternoon. And some of them, for all their uh, physical agility, don't have much. You know, when it comes to being sleek, you know. Yeah, it's it's a it's an art to learn for sure. There is nothing more satisfying than watching Chanel, like, teach someone how to do drag. Because she, like, I mean, if anyone knows how to do drag, it's, it's Chanel. If, 
if you if you go to Vegas and you see a drag queen and it's Chanel, you're like, oh, okay, that's a drag queen. Yes. You know, you know, full show. What's up? We're podcasting. Oh my god, hi. Chanel Perillo! Oh my god, oh roving my god. reporter She's Chanel in- Perillo. Get the hell in here. Happy How birthday. are you? I'm good. How are you? When did you start casting Chanel Perillo? No, okay, no. <laughs> I plead the fifth. We want to have you on as a guest. But I really want to be on your show. I yeah, know. Definitely. Um, okay, plan a day. We will. Because okay. I want, like, prepared questions. Oh, oh we'll, you need we'll to screen the questions ahead of time. I want to wait a little bit. I want to wait for, like, a... Season three. We're on season one right now. Up. When did wait, you start? Two. Season two? Season... I, well, I did the season two reunion. I started season two. Oh, we'll have you for the guest. For season oh. two. Season two? I have to wait a whole year? Well, no, it'll be uh, a couple months. Uh, wow, demands. I didn't know ashtrays could be so demanding. She wants to screen the questions ahead of time. <laughs> Damn, I love you. We will be producing her. Damn. So, um, we heard a rumor on set, Chanel. Um, <laughs> the and, uh, the other girls are kind of saying. <laughs> we heard that Sharon bought your boobs for you. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. So learning drag from Chanel is Chanel season one, not Chanel Perillo. Yeah. Um she she really lets them know how to do drag and it's yes. with your eyes and your hands, then your lips and your face. And the walk is just she's just like, okay, so you just to walk and she does this amazing walk. It's like, oh my god, like walking in heels is hard. I I mean I don't really even know how to do it. I love so. I love walking. Girl. I I don't think that um I remember during my season that it was the first time I ever walked a runway and mm. I was fine with it. I look back and go, yeah, I'm fine. But yeah. um I I don't think all these girls have their walk down by the time they walk the fighters. Yeah. Some of them are okay. Some of them are even better than Rohit Glasscock. But Damn. um nobody's at Chanel's uh level. Yeah. Of amazingness. You are not on my level. Do not Mm-mm. compare yourself to me. No. You are not on my level. At all. Um. No, no, <laughs> no. I love the face, bitch. Um, the thing about the clothes is sometimes for the makeover challenge, you get lucky. And if your model happens to be your same size, mm-hmm. you can pull something off the rack and just put her in it. True. But in... in in the case that with Nina is um her fighter is very tall. Nina can't even reach her fighter's face barely because no. Nina's tiny. Yeah, yeah, Nina's very petite. The fighter's almost as tall as RuPaul. She's like yeah. over six foot for sure. She yeah. So she's like, tall, I gotta get sewing. Tall drink a white Russian. Yes, girl. Yes, ma'am. Uh, Ru- Drag race would not be complete without a twist. Mm-mm, and there's always a twist in there. <laughs> and the twist is that the girl fighters have to perform freakum dress on the runway. So that means they need to learn how to lip sync too. Another Beyonce song. This is the Clearance. third. Uh, the third. <laughs> and you wonder why this was this was never around before. It's because clearances cost a lot of money, people. Girl. It's the these... same reason that Carol Burnett show is not on the air now. Really? It doesn't do repeats because of all the musical guests and clearances. Oh, my God. And Carol Burnett's show is amazing. Like, why wouldn't it be on, you know? Yeah. That's why. But thankfully, Chanel teaches her uh, Sweet Pea how to lip sync. And it, it involves eyes <laughs> and, and body and strength and glamour and diva. You want to feel it here in your mouth. But I'm also using my hands. Mm-hmm. But I'm also me. using my eyes. Wait a minute. Bring it back. <laughs> all that. All that. Uh, Nina says that they have the same amount of time to get both themselves and the girls ready for the gig. And everybody is rushed. I don't think that's fair. I think they should have given them a little more time. That's hard, girl. Yeah. That's really hard. How long did you have for your makeover challenge? Did we get more time? I I don't know. I feel like we had ample time. But mm-hmm. it's always, I mean, you have to do drag twice. That's a lot. Yeah. No matter what. Double drag duty is a lot. I invented Nebraska Thunderfuck during the makeover challenge on season five. Did you name her too? Sure did. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot of responsibility. So um, you're to blame for Nebraska Thunderfuck. I am. Uh, Get out of this and, house. And <laughs> she has taken that appearance and she has parlayed it into a drag career. I mean, she's out there. She's doing it. She's working. Who does um, Nebraska Thunderfuck uh, date? 
Derek Barry. Derek Barry. Derek Barry. Derek Barry. Derek Barry. And our connection to season one is Derek Barry had intercourse with Chanel. Oh my God. We are literally, we are Sasha Bell. We are like. In, we are seeing through the matrix of drag race right now. Like, it's crazy. We are that woman with all the algebra symbols around her face right now, like figuring out the secrets, intricacies. Of oh drag my race. god, a wrinkle in lime <laughs> crime. Um, it's crazy. The they ask uh, one of the fighters asked BB if she's ever been mistaken for a real woman. And I think that's very interesting. He was like, yes, all the time. Yes. Every night. This morning. All the, all the days. Production asked me. <laughs> um, wow, it's loud. Have you ever been mistaken for a real one? <laughs> yes, a police officer once saw me walking at night and said, move it along, sister. Walking and I was like, at night? Ooh. Where were you, by Shakey's on Santa Monica? <laughs> No, um, I was near... Santa Monica Western girl. You, you know the girl stroll near Gower. Near the Gower Gulch. Um, <laughs> the Gower Gulch. It was, uh, it was fun because I was like, oh my god, not only does he think I'm a woman, he thinks I'm a prostitute. He thinks I'm pretty enough to prostitute. Well, um, you yeah. would be right on both accounts. <laughs> yes, you would be. Yeah. Um, have you ever been mistaken for a real woman? No, it's, it's never something that I have to deal with. Because I'm very conspicuous, I'm very large, I'm very tall, and I don't think it's my product. Mm-hmm. I really don't. I yeah. I don't think that reality is something that I have to deal with. I think <laughs> I think from across the street, someone could maybe say, "Is she?" Right. Definitely for me, from across the street, especially a cul-de-sac. For, yeah. yeah. Um, but it's not in Bibi's lifestyle to be a woman. Bibi says, I don't live my life like this. She really tries to explain drag to the TV-watching audience that it's an illusion and not her life. She's a man, etc. This show, season one, is the first time we're like exposing drag to a very large audience. For sure. So I'm glad that they're having this conversation because it's like the number one conversation. It's like... No, I don't live my life as a woman. No, I don't do wang fu and drive about in drag. <laughs> All the time they ask, do you do, you do road trips in drag? <laughs> yes. Yes, of course. Full trip. Full uh, Swiss lace. <laughs> Swiss lace. European Webster. virgin hair. Webster. Yeah, right. <laughs> Rebecca tells her girl, uh, no pain, no gain. Tell her chop chop. She's really running a tight ship with her. Yeah, she takes the mommy dearest approach, which I mean works because I mean she's getting results. She does. Yes, she does have the least uphill of a battle though because her girl is cute. She is really cute and petite. Yeah, although Bibi's girl is cute too. Yeah, I would like, if I may, to speak <laughs> about the main stage now. Speak on it. We have a couple of guest judges. We have the founder of the Pussycat Dolls, Robin Anton. I worked with her a couple times. I'm familiar. Really? Are you a Pussycat Doll? I was on the CW show Search for the Next Pussycat Doll. Uh, so did they find you or? Oh, they found me. They found me. I was I was one of the girls they called in to audition to. Um, I'm not saying that I've been a, a plant on multiple agitator. reality shows or an agitator, <laughs> but I was definitely called in for that. And uh, she's a very nice lady. Did you book it? Uh, I was booked for, I was a, uh, a, a day player. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, I, I, we, we chose not to have me move forward with it at that point after the, after the you audition. Chose, you chose yeah, not we, to. We, we yeah. decided, we came to consensus. <laughs> uh, the other guest judge is Lucy Lawless. And how perfect is that for this challenge? Because she's known for playing Xena, who's like this butch fighter woman. Yeah, totally. And here we have it. We see her beautiful and lovely. I see your beauty. I see your beauty. Ding! <laughs> um, BB does uh, a look that is multi-continental. It's yeah. got Africa, it's got the Middle East, and most of the other girls try to do a more matchy-matchy mother-daughter thing. Yeah. And, I mean, at least BB's is shiny and has some flash to it. I give her that. She's a showgirl. It is. And I think she really, um, she played up her model like yeah. she put her, her in flats though 
oh, well, that you just never do. Don't do it. I put my mom in in um, flip-flops for... Uh, oh, okay, listen. It was not for the runway. It was for the, um, like, the challenge. Mm-hmm. Like, we had to do, it like, a dance, the two of us. Sure. So... Were her feet covered? She... It was a long dress. Well, then so she's fine. You can get away with it. She was afraid of hurting herself, and she has, like, ankle problems. And so I was like, I'm not putting my mother in death fuck heels. Yeah. To, like, to injure herself. Like, I'm not doing that. Don't do it. My mother loves death fuck heels. She does? Oh, yeah. Let's run in the fire, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, I think that uh, BB's girl turns out looking pretty okay. She's very beautiful, but... I And I think this could have been read either way. If I mean, because it is... It's like they're playing up each other's culture. Mm -hmm. BB's from Africa... Um, her model was from the Middle East. So they play that up. Yeah, and they're working with what they have. It's not like every girl yeah. had an opportunity to have a husband bring them extra things on Drag Race. Under the ice machine. Unsavory. <laughs> um, I think that uh, Chanel's girl looks great. Sweepy looks pretty good. Um, the wig is... Uh, I would have flipped that one piece of hair over it constantly. That one piece me. of hair bothers you. It bugs me. This is the season of external corsets, and am I mad? I'm never mad at an external no, corset. it was very Lady Marmalade. Get it, yeah. yeah. It was very that moment. The runway walking is interesting for this, because some of them, they're, I think they got to choreograph it however they wanted. Shocking that Chanel said, mine's solo. <laughs> She's like, I, I work alone. There's darling. not room for you and this collar on stage. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it is. But the whole point is, like, you're making a family resemblance. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I think it's a, a missed opportunity not to walk with your with your makeover Me model. too, but don't tell Chanel that. Well, it's a missed opportunity. Yeah. God oh. bless the House of Flowers. Mm. I mean, she looked so gorgeous. The mug. The did. mug is correct. And they look like they honestly could be related. Yeah, they totally yeah. do. Nina killed it. Nina kills everything that she does. And I love the read, do not accept an apple from this woman. <laughs> right. <laughs> There's definitely a, 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 a... Her collar is very pointed right now. It is very pointed right now. Yeah. I mean, what exquisite garments she has. Dear God. Mm-hmm. And then Angina's girl comes out, and it looks like she had a mall makeover. She <laughs> went to, she went to 579 and got her girl a black and white dress. And then she said, well, after you wear it, return it. And then I'm going to get this one. And Angina's in a pants, in like a pant, a silky pant where you could see um, the button nose of her dick. VPL, visible penis line. Visible, visible Pongina line. Yes. And um, I think that that was a mistake. The judges were much displeased. Yeah. Anytime a girl wears pants on the, they they hated Milan's pantsuit. They're like, it's a men's suit. Even though it was tailored a little bit, they were like, it still looks manly, blah, blah, blah. Pants is a risk. It is a risk. And I think you have to go ultra feminine uh, in in some other way. Mm-hmm. So, like, put on a uh, put on a breastplate so it's ultra voluptuous. Or even a wig. Put on, right. <laughs> put on, like, super feminine hair. Yeah. Um... um uh, in All Stars 2, we had a runway challenge called Pants, Pants, Pants on the, pants run. on the Runway. I know. I was hosting at Precinct, and I was randomly wearing pants that That's night. That's amazing. It's like I had insider information, but I didn't. Uh-huh. I really didn't, I swear. <laughs> I was so happy to be in pants, too. Pants a- on the Pants on the Pants on the Runway. Then there's Rebecca Glasscock. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, she has the most family resemblance going on. Be, luckily, her look is an LBD, little black dress, mm-hmm. and a shake and go, shake and go um, wig right off of the, right off of the wig head, right and, out of the bag, and a good shiny dance tight. Yes, a good shiny dance tight. Um, I I think that we should go to break now, so I can go yell at the people outside making noise. Bang bang into the room. <laughs> oh. 
Out of all the seasons of RuPaul's Drag Race, there's one contestant who stands out as an icon above all the rest. And that, of course, is Tammy, Tammy Brown. Brown. Yes. So this is a segment we like to call Tammy Tibbets. So I want to thank you um, for the Tammy Ragdolls. Thank you. Um, because I got a few uh, for Christmas time and I gave my boyfriend the, the double-headed one. Awesome. And he absolutely loves that. Benefit. Where are they still available? Do you still do them? Yes, I'm still, I finished one today and then I'll have one by next week, finish next week. And I'm even doing a triple head that will be done very <laughs> soon. And then um, I'm going to make one for Jackie B because she's wants one so bad. So I'm going to give her one. And then one for Christine. Y'all know Christine. I love Christine. Yeah. Make one for that monster. And then, um, but I'm making them, yes, and I'll have a bunch more before I hit the road in um, May. I love that. So, yes, and they're made with my previously worn designer nylons for all you kinky cats out there. (laughs) Ooh. Ooh. (laughs) We are back. We're back, and it is the runway. Bring it to the bring it bring to the, it to the runway, 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 runway. What category? Are we, what 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 category? Um, can Ru- we just talk about Ru- RuPaul's, RuPaul's hair though? And it's amazing. It's that sort of thing where I like I get sort of lost in just looking at the detail of the hair work. So beautiful. There's this side flower on the on her left side, that low side flower. Mm-hmm. Like it's so unusual, but really just like such yeah. a beautiful detail. Matthew, the artist that did her hair here, was never afraid of asymmetry and a good old yeah. base tease. And just keeping the yeah. hair fluid on top and looking like it's touchable and movable. And it always was. Yeah. It was one of his things. And you know there's at least two two pieces up in there. Yeah, because getting it to hold a, a shape like that, mm-hmm. because like proportionally, it's like double the size of her head pretty much. And that's my rule with drag too. Make your hair, uh-huh. I wrote it in the book, make your hair at least as wide as your face total. Like if your face is eight inches across, it needs to be four inches on one side, four on the other side, and at least four on top. Yes. It just makes the face look more petite. Because if yes. you put a regular wig on a head, you're going to look like a man. <laughs> Boo-boo the fool. Boo-boo the fool. <laughs> Boo-boo the like fool. A, a foot. So, But I, it always looks, like you said, it looks soft. But it, mm-hmm. I mean, it can't be because of the shape that it's holding. So I, I, he's, I mean, he's a master. Yeah. He's a master. Definitely. I think um, knowing the power of a good curl and the right styling product instead of just hairspray all the time. I remember he used to do this thing where he would put the hair in between his hands and just go like that to give it texture and wow. to keep it stay. But the curl would still be there, but it, it wouldn't be the hairspray. It would still be movable and stuff. Dang. Yeah, he's an artist. He truly is. Now, some of these girls on the runway are not. We can talk about that for Bring sure. Bring it to the runway, <laughs> runway, and they have to do a lip sync to Freakum Dress. Mm-hmm. Now, do you think the judges sat there and watched this five times, or do you think they doubled them up? I feel like it's doubled because some of the girls you only see in front of the back. Like, you see her in front of Nina. Yeah. You see her in front of Nina. Mia, you don't see in front of Nina. Oh, they do pull out in that shot. Oh. And there ain't nobody on the stage with her. Oh, God, these poor dears. The judges had to watch this five times. So by the end, they've seen five women who don't know the words to freak them just lip sync in full drag. One is, one is lip syncing in Russian. I'm pretty sure. It's, she, she's definitely got some Cyrillic tones. She, no, that one, the, um, Nina's girl is literally doing a Tammy Brown. Like, she's like, I'm not, I don't know the words. And, uh, Chanel is stage mothering in the back. I decided before this that I would not lip sync if it came down to this. <laughs> oh my God, I love you, Melania. Um, <laughs> now, Chanel is, is convinced uh sweet pea is amazing she says wow you are amazing and in literally 24 hours i took you and i made a complete and total package they don't walk the runway together (laughs) right i mean there's not room (laughs) yeah there's not room for all honey move aside let mother walk darling Darling. yeah go get the car (laughs) (laughs) um i think rebecca rebecca's uh girl is um not amazing 
I'll just say right. That. And I think this is I I think that when they add this performance twist to the makeover challenge, I think it's something. It, I think it's like a little extra point. If you if it's really stellar, great. Mm-hmm. But it's also not going to make or break you because I because some of I mean. Nina's girl didn't even lip sync, but Nina's not in the bottom. So it's sort of like, it's sort of a, like a bonus point. Yeah, definitely. I definitely agree with that. Um, And if they want something to read you about, they can find it. They'll find it. They definitely find it. They always do. Um, Angina gets told by Santino about her outfit and she definitely gets the hardest critique. So we, we kind of knew she was in the bottom too. But the other bottom two is kind of surprising. It's BB's girl, who her BB's girl's performance was definitely the most um, upbeat and energetic. She was like popping it, yeah. Yeah, she did some titty pops. Yeah, she was she was definitely into it. <laughs> yeah, she was good. Yeah, there may have even been a pussy drop in there. Um, Damn, I know, but but she gets put titty in the pop, bottom. Pussy drop. <laughs> <laughs> Special skills, titty pop, pop pussy drop. <laughs> I'm proficient in pussy pop. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think that uh, BB hoped for more compliments, mainly because she said, I hoped for more compliments. <laughs> Girl, totally. I feel you. I feel you on that because you Who always doesn't? hope for more compliments Who on doesn't? the runway. I remember I, I went through my runways and I never had a comment on any of my outfits negatively. They loved all my outfits, all eight of them. You have nice things. I do have nice things. You have very nice things. It's wonderful. Now, the judges love Rebecca also, much like me. Um, and she seems like she did the actual damn challenge. She put her drag persona on the girl fighter, which, you know, right. the challenge was make a real woman version of you. Right. And she did that. And sometimes, you know, the most, sometimes the most sim- simple interpretation of a challenge is kind of the way to go. Like my favorite stick on nail, kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> Keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> Active squabble. She literally just said, we're going to wear the same dress and pretty much the same wig. And we're going to put on that high shine dance tight. Yes, and, ma'am. And this is it. And you know what we're going to do? We're going to make Chanel mad. Because Chanel said, I feel like I should have won that challenge. Girl, she's milking about. She is milking. Left and right. Yeah, it's it's a lot. Um, I was safe, and it's just so hard. Thank you. I know I'm beautiful. <laughs> um, the girls all lip sync to Stronger. Hey, throwback. And uh, Yeah, that's a season nine lip sync song. I think it's the first time that we've had a lip sync double dip though. I think it's the fir- I think it's the first and only. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not uh, familiar enough with the content to rule on that, but I'd say you are. <laughs> Stay tuned. Mm-hmm. I don't think there are any other double dips, but yeah. it's a good one. It is. BB does the signature clap that Peppermint was known for. Um, and stronger. Did which... she pull off her wig to reveal a tiny short white wig? No, she did. She pulled off her wig to reveal a bump, which oh. is a, a braided <laughs> wig that you put underneath for volume. And then she pulled that off, but it was only after the wig slipped, and yeah. I think she thought she was going to lose it, which I don't know why she has hair. She should have pinned that bitch in better. There's I no know. reason for your wig to slip at all. You have bobby pins. Pin it the fuck in, girl. I, I mean, know. if you're on giant and a wig slides off, I get it because you're ball headed. Right. But she had no reason to. And seeing when the wig slips and the color spray line and the new beige yeah. rainbow that emerges, yeah. I, I get why she just ripped it off. But it just seems so desperate. Well, I mean, the wig, the tearing off of the wig used to be the Hail Mary. It used to be the like, mm-hmm. this is what's going to win it for me. Look at how passionate I am. I took my hair off. And it's very, very dramatic. And. Enough so that um, it makes Angina up her game and take off her hat. <laughs> she takes off her tiny little hat. If there were rose petals in there, she could have taken this one home. Oh, they were. They were just very tiny. It would have changed the course of the whole show because, I mean, BB obviously is the winner. Yeah. And had BB gone home, it, it would have changed the whole trajectory. Yeah, and I think Rue uh, definitely felt that and had a very difficult decision to make. Yeah. Yeah. And Rue had to recuse herself. Mm-hmm. And uh, she, she comes back and makes this uh, tough decision and says that she's shocked that BB did something she didn't think was possible. She outshined Angina. Yeah. When it comes to taking off wigs, this is an ongoing cultural conversation because BB just saw Chanel do it. 
and Chanel won the lip sync because of it. It was a passionate moment. Showing all that vulnerability. Right. It's a passionate move to be like, I can't even hold this illusion any longer. Mm -hmm. I can't contain my... Too many feelings. And BB was performing the fuck out of this song. She was. She was stronger, honestly. She was stronger. Yeah. She's flipping her... I bet her neck was so sore. Like, my neck is sore watching it. Yeah. Hair flips can be very strenuous. Yeah. And Angina is literally, like... Angina can't even take her eyes off her. Like, she's, like, trying to lip sync. And she's like, oh. Like, looking over... She says, I don't need to do cartwheels and throw myself around on stage. Because I'm just not that kind of performer. That's what I always say at shows. I'm like, you know, I was going to climb up on that thing and do a death drop off of it, but that's Aja's thing, so I don't want to steal. Yeah, I don't want to steal her thing. I you mean, know? that's a classic move, honestly. Right? Yeah. I yeah. mean, it would be. I can do those things. I just, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm artistically choosing not to. I wanted to. to break a bone on stage, but I knew that Shangela had done that before. <laughs> that's her thing. So you wouldn't want to. That would be rude. Yes. Oh my gosh. Wow. It's like we're in uh, like a war zone. Methuselah. <laughs> Methuselah. Wait, that's not the right. Methuselah is a person. An old man. Bad, bad, Baduin? Somewhere violent. Baghdad? Maybe. Bethlehem? Baduin? Baduin? I don't know. Somewhere bad. <laughs> that's where we are. I don't know. Um, Bosnia. Bosnia, yeah. That's it. Bosnia because I always Herzegovina. say, that's what I call my asshole because it's war-torn. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, fun fact, BB just uh, on All Stars 3 did a wig pull-off. Mm-hmm. It didn't go over quite as well as this one. There was a gasp. There was a gasp. It was literally, RuPaul's face, like, I wish I could bottle it and, like, put it in a, like, in a spritz form. And just, because BB pulls off this wig, you're expecting some grand reveal, and it's literally just, like, here's my, you know. Here's my boy hair. Here's my close fade, like, nice (laughs) boy hair. And RuPaul's face is just, like. Sphinx. uh -uh. (laughs) That's why I call her the Sphinx sometimes because oh what, my oops, God. wow <laughs> just hit myself in the face with <laughs> the microphone. Um, I think you know it did what worked in season one doesn't always work in season All Stars. No, yeah. and it it just goes to show you that uh, things change in the world of drag. Times change in the world of drag race. Mm-hmm. Seasons change. Seasons change. Yeah, um, lots of things change. Um, so BB stays and Angina goes home and everybody cries and it's sad. Yeah. And this is what we're getting down to the point where it's like everyone left is a strong competitor mm-hmm. and uh, it's a very difficult decision. RuPaul has to recuse herself. She gets up and she says, this decision is too difficult. She goes be. behind the curtain. Talks to the producers. Charters a helicopter. Well, I've heard that when she goes back there, she's rewatching the lip sync. Oh. Because there's always, um, and maybe this is too inside of baseball to, to be talking about, but, I mean, it's a thing. She yeah. reviews the lip sync after, like, every time. That makes sense, because you can't watch both girls at the same time sometimes. They're on exactly. two ends of the stage. Yeah. And you can miss something. She recused herself once during my season, but I pretty much knew what that was. Um, it was when Fifi and Sharon lip synced, and I knew I was going home. So, did she recuse herself at any point during your seasons? She recuses herself every time. Really? Yeah, every lip sync. She there's a break after the lip sync happens because they have to review the footage because sometimes it's not very clear who the winner is. Oh, on it wasn't always that way. Okay, for well. sure. But on season one, it obviously wasn't either, I don't think. Right. I think this might have been the start of that. Of the because recusal. sometimes it's very obvious who the winner is. Mm-hmm. And yeah. when you're in the room and you're watching these happen... Like when you're on stage, it's obvious who the winner is. <laughs> <laughs> I am beautiful. <laughs> um, yeah. No, you can, you can usually tell and... On season five, we could always tell. Mm -hmm. And even when it was like a tie, I mean, I kind of thought Roxy should have should have beat Alyssa, but I could see why it was a tie. 
because they're pushing Alyssa through. Oh my God, you're really. Maybe we'll have her on as a guest, and you can discuss that with that her. That would be lovely. If we want her on for season five, we should book her for probably season seven, <laughs> so she shows up on time. Oh my God. Um, would you have done anything different in this challenge had you been given it? Like, what route would you have gone? I would have just gone messy and Lee Bowery because that's easy to like, you know, have continuity between a family. Like, do something crazy, you know, or over the top. No, you should have made her look like you. I don't have the condoms. <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> you should i like i would go super obvious like i did with nebraska mm -hmm. it was like we're we're gonna wear the same outfit mm -hmm. and i get i gave it a spin like a concept we carried you know um assault rifles which i wouldn't do now mm -hmm. i think th that conversation has shifted a lot definitely the conversation continues yeah the conversation continues um, but I would go really obvious. I mean, I would go the Rebecca Glasscock route. It's like wear the same thing, look the same. That's the that's the assignment. Don't yeah. overthink it. I think she kept it simple and she won. Um, sure did. And I am mad at it. So if you did it, I think you should put you should wear. Do you have two of the same outfit? Um, Anything up there in that closet? Yeah, I have doubles. I got a couple yeah, of doubles. A couple doubles. I've had a couple of doubles up there. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, I think that this show is amazing, much like Chanel would say. And I'm glad everybody can listen to it and uh come back and listen to the next one. Yeah, thank you for joining us on Race Chaser. <laughs> Check us out on social media, I'm at Willem, and use the hashtag pound race is that pound? No, it's hashtag raise chaser. Well, why? It's called the pound on it, the phone. It used to be called the pound sign. I like pounds. Things change. Things change. Culture shift. Conversations continue. I think back when this was on, when season one was on, I think it was called the pound sign. Thank you, Pound Town. Thank Where can you. we find you on social media? Um, on Instagram, I'm at the only Alaska five thousand, and you can always go to alaskathunderfuck.com and you can find out what's going on for all your needs. For all of your needs. For all your needs, darling. All right, talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Race Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Viacom, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. Forever. Dog. Race Chaser with Alaska and Willem is a forever dog podcast. Dog. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Sound designed by Mike Malarkey. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska Thunderfuck, which is available on iTunes. Or wherever fine music is sold. Can I talk to you about Los Culturistas? Sure, it's a podcast. It is, and it's one of the funniest pop culture podcasts that exists today. No, I actually know about this podcast because Bone Yang is really funny on Twitter, and I yes. follow him, and his co-host, Matt Rogers, is... They're basically like... They talk about all the stuff you would read about in Entertainment Weekly, all the stuff you want to know about, the stuff that happened before. It's like they're pop culture warriors. I did their live show in San Francisco at Clusterfest, and it was so much fun and really hilarious. And they have this segment called, I don't think so, honey. honey. I don't think so, honey. I love that. They do videos of it, too. I watched one on Facebook. Um, they've had esteemed guests like Alaska Thunderfook. I don't know how to say that. Um, right. Margaret Cho, French. Phoebe Robinson. Rachel Bloom and Time Magazine named it one of the 50 best podcasts to listen to right now and I don't not agree. Yes. So run, don't walk because Las Culturistas is on the Forever Dog Podcast Network just like we are. So subscribe today on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Ew, ew, ew.